In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Just as with last Sunday, the prophet Amos is our first reading at Mass this weekend. In this passage, Amos is speaking out against those who are thoroughly comfortable and believe that nothing could ever rouse them from their comfort, not even an invasion by outsiders, which, spoiler alert, is exactly what's going to happen. Amos tells them they shall be the first to go into exile, saying that just as they have been first in living the most opulent lifestyles, so too will they be leading the parade from their homeland into exile. Amos certainly paints a clear picture for us of the opulence of their living. For one, meat wasn't really a part of most people's diet at the time, and the average Israelite probably only ate meat on super special occasions, perhaps just two or three times a year. Yet these people were eating lambs taken from the flock and calves from the stall. They're consistently gorging themselves on meat, and not just any meat, but the choicest meat, including animals which had been fattened up in the stalls. These opulent revelers passed the time by plucking strings on the harp like an all-day jam session in someone's garage. Amos finishes his description of their misconduct by describing how they're drinking wine all day long, and they're doing it from the very bowls that were used for mixing wine. It'd be like drinking wine right from the bottle. In our second reading, we're hearing more from St. Paul's first letter to Timothy. In this excerpt, St. Paul refers to Timothy as a man of God. Now, this title, Man of God was used throughout the Old Testament to describe the prophets, and their role was to communicate God's message to the people and the people's message to God. So when referring to Timothy as a man of God, St. Paul is reminding him of his important job as overseer of the church in Ephesus. Perhaps the most memorable line of the passage is this, Compete well for the faith, although a more literal translation would be fight the good fight of the faith. Just as with man of God, to fight the good fight is a phrase we sometimes hear used even today. But the word for fight here is agonizomai in Greek. It's where we get the word agony in English. And we've got a man in agony in our gospel passage from Luke. Jesus is telling a story about a rich man who ends up in torment in eternity. The parable starts with two characters, a rich man and a man named Lazarus. The rich man lived an opulent and luxurious life, sort of like those very people Amos was speaking out against in the first reading. Purple clothing was a sign of high-ranking social status at the time, and this rich man is described as wearing purple garments and fine linen. The Romans actually had rules about who could wear purple and how much purple they could wear. Lazarus, meanwhile, would lie at this purple-dressed rich man's door and long to eat just the scraps from his table. Believe it or not, this is the only time in any parable when Jesus assigns a name to a character. The name Lazarus is taken from the Hebrew name Eleazar, which means God has helped. And that's what happens when these two men die. Lazarus is taken to the bosom of Abraham, while the rich man is brought to the netherworld to be in torment. He calls out to Father Abraham to have pity on him. But this should remind us of the words of John the Baptist back in chapter 3 of this same Gospel of Luke. Because there, he said people couldn't just say, we have Abraham as our father, but needed to produce good fruits. Here, that teaching comes to life, as Abraham even refers to the rich man as my child, but acknowledges that he did not produce the good fruits that were expected of him. As a final thought, sometime in the tradition of interpreting this story, scholars began to associate the rich man with the name Dives. This is from the Latin translation of the verse, which reads, 
homo quidam erat dives, translating to, there was a man who was rich, but could also be, there was a man who was dives, since the word dives is the word for rich. But these scholars believe dives was actually his name. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year C. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.